I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. I'm Valerie. And I'm Ryan. And today we watched Persepolis. Um, This is a uh, France and Iran uh, co-production animated movie from 2007, I believe. Valor and I saw this years ago. Um, Was it in like high school or college? Uh, High school or college. um, We we saw it and enjoyed it back then, um, but we hadn't rewatched it. So it was fun seen it again and then this was your first time definitely mom ryan had you seen this before or was this your first time this was my first cool uh who wants to do a brief spoiler free plot synopsis uh i'll give it a go all right so this movie is about a girl named uh margie who is uh she's growing up during the iranian revolution uh and uh and with all the difficulty that that entails, her, her family is involved in, in various, not heavily involved, I would say, but involved as all citizens seem to be uh, in the revolution, relatives relatives in prison for, for revolutionary activities and all that kind of stuff, and all the trouble she goes through with that. She eventually, her family sends her away to Austria to a French school where she's safer, at least that's how they think, and maybe they're right. Uh, but it is uh, a struggle for her. She's uh, away from her people for the first time. She's a a real outsider there. Uh, and she kind of enters alt culture a little bit and gets kicked out of the nunnery that she stayed at and couch surfs and eventually ends up on the street. And that eventually sends her back home where she gets to experience life after the revolution as an adult. Yeah. What did we think of this? Like a general, would you recommend? Yes. Yeah, I definitely recommend that it. it's heavy, but so interesting. And yeah, like, I I think it's a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it. It's great. Yep, definitely recommend it. It is, um, it's, it's just one of those films that you see that, that feels important when you're watching it. Um, yeah. And, it, and, and it, it's just really good. Definitely recommend it. I would recommend it, but it's really rough. <laughs> I'm still kind of reeling. It's yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, but such is life. But it's it's a real eye opener as to what what someone from Iran and what a woman from Iran, what their life is like. You know, was is, you know, what they what they're up against, and really the culture. Um, I mean, as far as things, it's an eye opener as a Westerner. Things that you think is part of a religion or is part of, you know, even that you, you just hear things that you don't, that you really don't know of. Uh, I mean, and I have a, a really, um, a fairly close friend, colleague that I, I teach with that I've learned some about, um, but from that culture. And so, but anyway, so, it, so it, just from a woman's perspective, oh my gosh, I just, I have so much empathy. It's just really rough. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get specific. So let's, uh, I I think I have some fun facts here up at the top. 
This movie is based on Marjane Satrapi's autobiographical graphic novel of the same name. Uh, It was written and directed by her in collaboration with Vincent Paranaud. Um, The title references the historical city of Persepolis. So yeah, uh, let's talk about the story and the characters. One of my favorite things early in the movie, um, non-animation-wise, was uh, (laughs) during the, the history lesson uh yeah. that her mm-hmm, dad mm-hmm. gives to her it's kind of like sh- shadow puppet theater kind of stuff yep. uh the <laughs> the british guy yes yeah so the british guy uh had a, a weird accent and and I, yes. I i think it was supposed to be a british guy having a terrible french accent but i don't know french well enough to know whether it was actually a british guy doing a terrible french accent or whether it was a french person doing a fr- british guy doing a terrible french accent but it yeah. really made me laugh the whole time it was happening i was like okay i see you france i see you <laughs> i definitely noticed that too that was very amusing yeah definitely uh i liked the part where she's talking about uh, the rules that she's gonna make or whatever, mm. and there's there's the one about like old ladies won't suffer, and and the grandma's like, how do you know that they won't suffer? She's like, simple, it'll be forbidden. It's like, <laughs> oh, I hadn't oh, thought of that. She's a little, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, she's a little kid. She just has these like. Also, her when she's chanting death to the Shah, and then they're like, be quiet. <laughs> so she's just quietly chanting death to the Shah. <laughs> Um, when she tried to go after the poor kid with nails. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, but uh, sorry, real quick, back to your point about she was a little kid and it was that simplistic. I'm sorry. Some of the rules they made were that simplistic because that's what they wanted. It was which rules that they about? had to live under. Like you can't uh, have this and you can't have that. And women have to do this and women, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to wear like bigger clothes. Like yeah. you can't run because it makes your butt do things. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. It was just that, it was that absurd. Just as like a kid saying, oh, well, we're going to do this, this, this. Well, their rules aren't any more. I, 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 one thing that I think of is when she was in at her university and she was like, it was segregated the, the, the men and the women and they were then coming. I don't know if it was a religion class or I don't know who she was, who she was in front of, but she basically was pointing out the absurdity of what they wanted. Now the shawls or the, uh, the scarves or, or I forgot the, the things to be longer. And then she's pointing out of all the things that the men are getting to do and like women and, and how that's going to obstruct how she can move and everything else. So again, there, it was just an arbitrary and, and it seems to all be that, Oh, we can't see anything that would show any part of like you're saying movement or figure, but no control on their part. It's just absurd. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to get too deep into, into the, the, the culture of the Ayatollah after the revolution and stuff like that. Cause I just haven't, studied it well enough to feel like I can speak authoritatively about it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's like para-religious. It's like a semi-religious dogma born of, of insecurity of people who, who don't feel like they have a, a good hold on their society and they just try and control people. It's, it's like authoritarianism 101, despite the fact that they call themselves a republic. Hey, don't hurt me, Iran. I'm sorry. No, but, you know, I'm sorry, even like so many times that she would get corrected to redo her scarf. It just, 
God, it, I'm sorry. All I could think of is Nazi Germany and 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 that the women. I, I don't know. I when I was looking through her eyes and the way the the this movie was so powerful in their perspectives and the way they would go, they would change animation and I don't know shadows and everything else. But but I felt. I mean, I felt scared. I don't know how else to say. Is in so much of the movie and for her and when she would be in situations like that. But so. I can't even imagine if that was real life. I mean, I just can't. And all I could think if of is... If that was real life? Yeah, it is. Well, it, it is. is her real life. God, I know. Yeah. I'm so, If that was my life right now. And yeah, and knowing that that is real life. That's what's so terrifying. Yeah. Um, this is sort of animation, but it also just involves the story and why it is told the way it is. Um the producers of the film initially pushed back against it being animated, knowing that the animation process is a difficult one, but ultimately they followed through with her wishes that it be animated. Um, and some of her reasoning for why she wanted that was with live action, it would have turned into a story of people living in a distant land who don't look like us. At best, it would have been an exotic story and at worst, a third world story. Um, that's also part of why she wanted it to be black and white, mirroring the original graphic novel style. She says that this is so the place and the characters wouldn't look like foreigners in a foreign country, but simply people in a country to show how easily a country can become like Iran. Um, with And I'm bringing that up to say that the way in which she wants people to view this is not simply a, oh, wow, that sucks that that place is like that, but as a like understand that this can happen anywhere yeah. and that you sh and like we need to guard against that happening yeah iran and this is what it's like the iranian revolution is, is a an amazing example of that specifically too because it, it uh it, it did not follow the trend of of revolutions in the past it the iran iranian revolution happened uh, out of relative prosperity like the country was doing pretty good Mm -hmm. And this sudden uh, change happened just seemingly out of nowhere. So, so this sort of thing can happen anywhere, and 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 you might not ever see it coming. And the things that can come with that change, they can be anything, down to the worst things. Yep. Yeah, it was story-wise. It was interesting how they that transition was so sinister, but like they had the uncle Anoush being hopeful, yeah. but you know, naive about the dangers. And that was, he, like, really... he keeps being like, it's going to get better. Yes. Like after he's like, you know, this is what happens. They, they use like nationalism and religion, but like, you know, it's going to, it'll get there. And, and and it doesn't, and it's very, you know, tragic. Yeah. Uncle Anoush was, he was a cool guy. He was a cool guy. I, I loved his bread swans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah, how can you not? I don't even I don't even really know what that means, but I, love, I know. Love <laughs> I'm like, because they look so swans. like, they look so like solid and like, like smooth. Yeah. But... But based on what they supposedly are, they can't be, right? Yeah. So I'm like, what would those look like I, if you like, actually it, saw them? My, my thought, and I have no basis for this, obviously, because, you know, you and I watched the same movie. Uh, but yes. my thought was maybe he, like, let his bread get stale. So it was uh -huh. crum crumbly and, and turned into, you know, turned into crumbs. And then 
mixed it with water into a paste and then like let that harden into a little rock mm. and then carved it maybe carved it out of a little bread rock that was my only thought maybe so yeah i don't know um i like the bgs versus abba thing <laughs> oh yeah funny. that was that was good oh the the part the part where the the like bombing starts or whatever and they're like silently going down flights of stairs and huddling was just it was very well done on like all um, counts, like the 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 relative silence besides some sound effects, the um, lighting, the just direction of it. It was very, it really puts you kind of in that while also like you know the way that the staircases are are, are depicted isn't necessarily like a hundred percent true to life, but yeah. it's true to probably what that what what you would imagine that feels like yeah, that, yeah she did that a number of times during the movie yes where and it's similar sim, semi uh animation but mostly it's just storytelling where she would you can really feel these these sense memories that she is pulling up yeah. out of herself because there's usually no dialogue or little dialogue things get a little more ab- abstract and and you can tell she's just trying to illustrate the sense memory she has, like an yeah. endless descent downstairs in the dark with flashlights and just huddling in the dark with her parents. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that she made the choice of this not only being animated, but black and white, because so many scenes were so hard to take, but they were so effective, even with the black and white, so... One thing I was thinking of is the protest, one of the protest scenes, um, and the young man that was then shot, and yep. then oh, falling, and then it was to, falling the to the ground, and, and mm-hmm. then you could tell then it was, but it was so interesting how then they still depicted blood spilling out and and the and the blood pool underneath him getting bigger and bigger, but again that was just all in black and white, but it was still so effective. So I mean again so much of this was so hard to take again, knowing that it's real life, but if it had been in any other medium or even colored, you know, animation, I just, it just, it would have been a different. Yeah. I don't think I could have, I don't know if I could have handled it. I would have had to cover my eyes a lot. Like I do. I just, it's just too much. I liked uh, her walking through the guys selling American music artists. They were just saying different artists names. Jigal Maxim. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Also, uh, one of my notes is, hello, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was I was happy for you. That's great. I'll, although I'll talk about that more in another section yeah, because I, I then have a second note that might. is, hello, something else. I thought you might. Um, but also, um, I need to talk about it a little bit more because of uh, my gripes of how Godzilla is depicted in literally anything that isn't uh, Japanese. Yeah. But the we'll actual, get there. The actual movie. <laughs> yes. Um I want to know more about the home with the eight homosexuals. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, but I want, oh, you're gone. Okay. That, I wanted to know how that went. That made me wonder how she didn't pick up on Fernando sooner. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was very funny. Uh, bummer for her. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, it's like, oh, he's so, so happy, much. but mm, that sucks, girl. Sorry. So, so for people who haven't watched it, uh, she she ends up hanging out with this group of people. And one of the people she meets is this uh, boy named Fernando. And they have sex 
or and it's her first love, right? Yeah, I think that's her yeah, first, her first, yeah. first yeah. lover. Yeah, her first, first love. Yeah. I, 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 well, she she does say he was the man of my life. I'm I'm not sure she would count that as her first love. I think it was too sure, short lived. Sure, sure, but sure. anyway, uh, yeah, he they they have sex and he comes to her the next morning and, and it's like, thank you, thank you, you helped me realize who I was. I'm gay. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. Great. it's like if it didn't work with you, it wouldn't work with any girl. Yes, it's like <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I hope that her second, the second boy that she was in love with wasn't as hideously unattractive as he was after their breakup. He was probably somewhere yeah. between yeah, I hope somewhere the like between. idealized first like version those, and the I know, second I know. version. Even like Marcus. the teeth and the picking the nose. Oh my gosh. But that yeah. was, that was so that was so funny. And yeah, but the, it was. The Marcus section was great. Yeah. Yes. But it was so oh gosh, it it was so well done because when the blinders come off, yeah. when you're out of that love, then all of their faults really do become very crystal clear. Yeah, but- mom, is that is that something you personally can relate to? Yes, yes. I, yeah, I, I think-, think it was supposed to be universal, and I think it succeeded. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that, I mean, all of these comments just kind of speak to how the story really balances like the horrors and the levity of different situations and it's like yes i live like i'm in this repressive regime but like i'm finding at least early on like looking for things that are to you know express myself and and all of that and then you know yeah like the the great eye of the tiger scene happens when she's back there yeah yeah and the when she's you know in uh what is it austria like she you can you can see her being you know a bit alienated even though she's found these people like how they structure the what's talked about and how it's talked about and how it's like you don't see me do you like i am here but like your words show that like you don't understand anything yeah or care either that or don't care about me and how this affects me i I think that was that was some of what she was going for especially with uh, her first group of friends with the mohawk guy yeah yeah i think a lot of that was also just maybe a a personal thought of hers about people like him who who pretend Mm -hmm. at nihilism in their teens even though they don't understand the stuff that that, that nihilism comes that they're from talking about yeah yeah exactly in, in their teens like she was like you you are you are just aping uh nihilism uh as opposed to actually really feeling it and how that just he had not considered anything about what he was saying in the in the context of who he was saying it around he was just just trying to pose yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think we see that even when we very first meet him, and it's like, oh, you've been around during a revolution, have you seen dead, like, have you seen people die? And she's like, yeah, a few, and he's like, cool. And it's like, I don't think that really is cool for virtually anyone who's actually done seen that, you know? <laughs> he literally, I think he literally said bad <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. The subtitle did say, like, something else, like, oh, wild. But I think he literally said the, the English word bad Nice. I'd have to look again, um, but when she came home with her mom when she was before she was sent sent away, um, and thinking of who she saw dead 
it would it had to have been one of her friends. I saw that there was a bracelet, mm-hmm. and so I'd have to again. I don't remember if that was something that it showed, like in scenes, like if she knew one of her friends like, who it was specifically. Yeah, I don't. Why. I don't yeah. think yeah. we I don't, did. I don't know. I don't think we saw them before. Uh, if we did, it was only in very brief passing. I think it was just supposed to be, you know, someone they knew. One, and it yeah. could have been somebody at a party or something that they had been at. Yeah. I, th- I and, think the yeah, word they were using, I think she was an older lady, but I, I'm, I'm not totally sure on that, so I'm not sure. Mm. Oh, the, speaking of older ladies, I wonder if, I mean, that the grandmother, I've never heard of that, if the grandmother really did put her, her, <laughs> um, I don't know, can I say this on our podcast, yes. her, bre- her breast in cold water every night for, what, five minutes? or what Ten did minutes, she say? I think. For ten minutes? Yeah. Wow. Keeps them around, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. And yeah. Getting wow. your tips from grandma. Yeah. Thanks, and then, grandma. And then I forgot what kind of flowers she Jasmine. put in her bra. Jasmine. Jasmine. Okay. That scene is is like the main scene that has stuck with me through. Like the initial seeing it. I don't know. It's just so vivid. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. valid. Her grandma was yeah. amazing. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Strong contender for best character. She's very good. <laughs> yes. Anything else with non-spoiler story, characters, voice acting, any of that before uh, we move on to animation? I guess character-wise, I don't know if you wanted... We, like, Grandma, great. The parents were so mm. interesting. Yes. Uh, kind of how they had to to shift uh, throughout the story because of all of the uh, laws and things like that. Of <laughs> I don't know, just the... They were rule breaking early on under you know the first government but then it you know how dangerous it got that like they couldn't maybe barely even do that or we don't know how much they did after she left but yeah uh yeah just uh such such a good story and and how she how she told it and thinking about you know them trying to care for their very rebellious uh outspoken intelligent daughter under there uh, and, and how they had to, you know, let her go to hopefully be a better life. Ugh, it was good. And how perceptive to know, for example, her is as good in one sense that it was her telling off her religious, t- her religion teacher, knowing that that is going to eventually make her a target. And I, I, I know we can't even just, but horrific what they did with the young girl that they executed and knowing that again as young as she was i'm i'm not sure like if she was maybe 12 13 at that point but knowing that they could do the same thing to her yeah um and and it also after teaching um the diary of Anne frank for so many years i just remember um in Anne frank's diary her talking about when the restrictions first came it was like this one rule and and they're like well if it's just this we can live with this. And then something, another restriction would come and another rule that they would have to follow. And they were like, if, if it was if it's just this, we can do this. And before you know it, you've lost almost all of your rights. And I just feel like the same thing was illustrated here with all the, all the rules that change and all the laws that came into effect and everything that they had to do. 69, she was born 69, 82. I'm, I'm trying to get the age because I didn't, it, yeah, I'm, it's ba- hard to I'm tell bad at like seeing dates and like correlating to exactly what that equals. What age yeah, she, was she was before she left for for Austria? You mean a, lo- a lot of it. It's like 
Yeah, she, she was definitely in her mid to young teens when she left for Austria. She came back when she yeah. was 2021. 20, 69. She was born in 69. Revolution Vienna, was in 79. 86. Is that right? Yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to get it set up. Another interesting thing, thinking about that, is when she came back and the line of people that came to, you know, mm-hmm. the, that, oh, yeah. that, that was very interesting. That was very funny. She was definitely, uh, she was she was 13 when they were in the car and they were stopped by the those guards. Her mom mentioned it. Mm-mm-mm. That's right, yeah, I remember. So I don't know how long after that. It couldn't have been too long, because that, that section was all, I mean, you know, time can pass, but that section was all kind of jumbled together, where they they were coming back from that party, from Uncle Tahir's party, where the guy who brewed his, wine, his own wine in the basement and carried it <laughs> yeah. around in yeah. a gas canister. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, and then he, he ends up in the hospital. That's why they need the passport. And the girl who all that happened to got executed was living with the guy who was making the passport. So yeah, she yeah. is pretty close to 13, 13 or 14, I, I guess. The girl that was executed? No, sorry. No. Uh, uh, but the, uh, Margie. Yeah, we're, we're not sure how old the girl was, but. Somewhat older. She's definitely taller than Margie. Oh, yeah. Are we ready for animation or no? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go on to animation. Definitely got some more notes here. Uh, despite its simplicity, members of the animation team discussed um, how black and white makes imperfections more obvious. Uh, using only black and white in an animation movie requires a great deal of discipline. From a technical point of view, you can't make any mistakes. It shows up straight away on the large screen. Um, following uh, Satrapi's gar- guidelines, the the animators kept the drawing simple and avoided the more high-tech techniques that would look dated. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I would imagine that part of it is like 3D, for instance. Yeah. Um, her vision um, what involved a lot of focus on the character's natural, humane, physical imperfections. Um, the animation team worked especially hard on techniques that mimic the styles of Japanese cartoonists and translating them into their own craft of a specific style, both realistic and mature, no bluffing, no tricks, nothing overcooked. The animators commented on the immense hardships they faced, uh, saying that even though her drawings looked very simple and graphic, they're very difficult to work on because there are so few identifying marks. Realistic drawings require outstanding accuracy. Uh, so yeah, just... The animators uh, definitely had some struggles, um, but they they put out some really great work. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the shifting between the realistic to the things that are more emotional and kind of impressionistic with uh, the nuns, or uh, especially when you're in uh, like the scarves and the clothing that covers you up, there was like a trio of, of women who who would then like tower over her in a more amorphous? Yeah, the, yeah she, I literally wrote that down. The anti-punk yes. amorphous ladies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just this animation allowed them to illustrate that feeling. It was very, very interesting, very yeah. effective. Yeah, I, and then I just love the the different times that the animation 
just delves into different stylistic choices, like the puppet show history lesson. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some different, um, I I had a note, just like this movie's gorgeous during Uncle Anusha's uh, flashback to his life. There's some really interesting animation techniques and stuff going on there. Uh, The scene where her body's growing and it it becomes like that kind of montage. Yeah. yeah, It just becomes this like horrific, but cartoonish speaking of impressionism. Yes, uh, the car, uh, when she's with uh, her second boyfriend, just flying through the scenery. Like, yes. all of that stuff is, is would be not impossible to do in uh, live action. And, and so it's, just, it's fun to see her really exploring what the animation medium can do yeah. instead of just... I love Disney works, but they often stick to a very rigid sense of what animation should look like Mm -hmm. um and and maybe sometimes with a musical number might experiment a bit more but this one like it doesn't need an excuse of of a musical number to just kind of go with whatever feels right for that scene or that moment yeah that uh that car that car scene when she was with uh yes marcus uh the first one where they were literally floating through the starry sky like that was one of the first car scenes i've ever seen where i was never worried about them getting in a crash because <laughs> right because the the what they what she was doing with the animation made it clear like this this wasn't real this was again one of those sense memories they they were like floating through they were in love there was no no danger in that moment yeah so i was like i could just enjoy it for what it was without like worrying instead of like is someone gonna gonna hit him yeah yeah and that one too there where it turns she's like hopping skipping up the stairs the banisters are all hearts and then he (laughs) she sees them uh where he's having an affair and is like, oh, it's not what it looks like, all that garbage. And so she throws the croissant she bought and leaves. And then the banisters are back to, like, single bars of, like, oh, I was, this is what it felt like. But now I'm back in reality, like the harsh reality. And it's, yeah. you know, not as all, not all it's cracked up to be. Another interesting thing for me, and I don't know, I hope I can articulate this correctly. But in a lot of the action the background would be simplistic and it's like she would she would emerge out of the background or or a character would it, it was so neat i don't know how to describe it. it it's almost as if they came up off the page and then it would focus on them and the background would almost fade away and that was very effective it would do that sometimes in intense scenes you know or or again like when the when the whatever the tall ladies you were talking about um were, were attacking her and her little punk thing and um, and all, and yeah, and, and the whole background would just fade away. Yeah. Um, there was also, yeah, just generally animation, uh, allowing them to interpret the feelings. Uh, and so where she was put on medication for her kind of depression, psychological feelings and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and kind of how then she felt after after that it was very interesting to kind of like sum up the malaise and the sadness that she was feeling because I guess because of the medication. And then, and then depicting that so well, like just that whole feeling then oh, makes yes. the eye of the tiger after that feel so powerful yes. because of what came immediately before that. 
Yeah, that's I loved that so <laughs> yeah. much. That was it was so good. I forgot to talk about in character character and story stuff about uh, God. Oh, <laughs> I just God wrote, is yes. a recurring character, isn't he? Yeah, I just wrote down God seems like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seems seems pretty chill. Yeah. Speaking of that. Uh, also, we don't need to talk about, because I think it was in spoilers, so we don't need to talk about what they were saying. But um, in the last time that we saw God, was that Karl Marx that was there? I think it was. I was that was looking, pre. That was, I was, that was pre-spoilers. And yes, I think that was Karl Marx. Yeah. That was okay. literally right after yeah. her depressive state. That was the thing that got, oh, okay, got her okay. to Eye of the Tiger. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Karl Marx. <laughs> God, God, Karl Marx trying to be buddy buddy with God and God just being like, yeah. okay. He's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, this guy. Uh, so y'all already mentioned that uh, the paper puppet history lesson mm-hmm. that happened, I guess both. I, I don't know if that's just because it's history or if it's because related. it's related to the dad kind of telling the story. Uh, you see that the past being puppets when he's talking, but you also mentioned Anoush and him telling his story that wasn't puppets. So I, I guess it could be I guess just it was the, like the, dif- uh, the disconnection of yeah. like him, Anoush talking versus the dad, t- like yeah. relaying events. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I think it's the difference between history and a personal story. It, it reminded me of the, of the puppet show from, from the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like it, they were trying to tell, he was trying to tell a history like you might see on a little, little street show like that. The people, somebody telling the story. Uh, and, and whereas Anoush was literally just recounting his life. Yeah. Though there was, I, I, there was some very interesting, like beautiful looking animation going on during Anusha's story. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I guess this is more characters, but just the way animation. I wonder if the dog in the, when she was looking <laughs> with the lady looked at that horrible and and um and with bones. Sh- I mean, like you know, ribs the showing. It was like that it emaciated. I know it was so emaciated. It makes me think of the Simpsons dog. Yeah, like think Santa's of what uh, Santa's little helper from the Simpsons. Mm. He's just a skinny, dumb little dog who peed everywhere. It was, he was he was a delight. <laughs> yes, because he was never yeah. he was never like explicitly abused. So he was literally just a just a, a comic relief, just like <laughs> yeah. tongue sticking out, For panting. Sure. Like <laughs> I think he just looks the way he does because she didn't like that dog. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, I I felt like you're annoying. I don't hate you, hate you, but yeah. my God, you're annoying. <laughs> and also, like your owner is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the, like, oh, you stole it. It's like, girl, I don't care about you. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the and the harsh reality, obviously, this happens. But, man, people sure call young, you know, later, or people that are like whores and, and just horrible names. There's a lot of insults that are specifically, like, to women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. horrible. I mean, and even she, after uh, breaking, after the guy cheated on her or whatever, she's like calling herself names for oh, being, for being dumb or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, get, we started talking about that stuff. It reminded me of that scene uh, when they're coming out of the grocery store when she's still little with her mom after the revolution. And, and there's that man who comes up and, and starts talking to her mom. 
Yeah. It's like, hey, fix yes. your fix your scarf, woman. And she's like, don't call me woman. You can call me ma'am if you're going to talk to me at all. And then he yeah. and then he like blows up at her. Talks, yeah, talks yeah. about like like throwing throwing her in the trash after he uses her. It was yeah, it's disgusting, insane. Yeah, yeah. To watch her I'll, mom's I'll... rage at not being able to do more. I think that was my interpretation. Yeah. No, not I just, think so too. But just having to put up with it, yeah, exactly. Right, because the 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 new laws and all of that lead to this idea and support this idea that women are less than and that they are their objects yep. and and living under that, knowing that she's like, I don't, I don't have societal support. This is this is this is what society is suggesting he do just by nature of the laws that they are putting out mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah it and then as the you know story goes on as you know civilization progresses or whatever it gets the the laws get more strict and the the men get more inclined to believe that this is how it should be as you see from the story of the uh friend Talking about the, I think, sister's the window cleaners. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, the divorce. Sorry. I was thinking no, about the this... window cleaner being promoted to. Oh, oh that's there was kind that's of separate. The... Uh, but the, the sister's divorce and how all the men were like, oh, proposing to her because obviously. You've had sex. She... You'll want to have sex with me now. Yeah. yeah. It's just so gross. Ugh. But uh, just generally, the. Her telling her story. And seeing how a child interprets these events, like, way early on of the war and and the horrors of that. Or, like, how they interpret kind of a political revolution. And then how it's interpreting a war and the horrors of that. It was... I, yeah, I think that's why one of the reasons why this movie's important is because you, you hear that story from somebody who lived it. And from a child who lived it and and what what it looks it could look like to them and how they're affected and and the the animation allowing it to kind of give you the the truth of it in in a way where you're not initially inclined to to pull away from it yeah it, it lets like, it lets you absorb it without it shocking you into like literal like you know medical shock where you're not able to absorb it so it lets you lets it enter your consciousness without shocking you into just numbness yeah yeah it's so so interesting definitely definitely but uh the i don't know if you wanted to bring up the hospital thing because that's kind of separate. yeah it's a little bit of a different it wasn't well, about... yeah i mean it just here you have all these educated women um and and educated family and families so it wasn't just hers i mean it was or was it a relative of theirs i don't know but they still called him, they called that, him uncle uh yeah uh, uncle taher but you know i don't know to what degree they were actual uncles or not yeah but he died because this the person making a decision was this former window cleaner and just said if god wills it then he'll live if not and wouldn't give them the passport to send him where he needed to go so he could have heart surgery. Yeah, that that, and, that look that to me was an uh, an example of loyalists to the the revolutionary guard being granted these these uh, high ranking positions just just yeah. f- just for their loyal loyalty during those situations and their willingness to adhere to these these things these power structures that kept the people who ended up in power 
in power mm. and, and how <laughs> how undeserving some of them could have been yeah and and again i the only the only thing that i've had a a similar knowledge of is from again teaching the darvan frank but how so many for example of the nazi soldiers were just like young 16 17 18 year old men and then again, they're put in these positions of power and making life and death decisions every day. And the only thing that saved her, she and her family sometimes was one of the times, the confrontations where I was just so terrified, but I think her father could very well have been gunned down yeah. by these young men. Kids but with the, the moms, the mom saying, I could be your mother and, you know, whatever, and, 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 and talking them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put these, it's a, a very common tactic in these sorts of, regimes putting a, a modicum of power in the hands of impressionable uh, children essentially and filling them with a sense of importance that's actually uh, greater than what they actually have and, and it makes them pliable makes them behave yeah. in the way that they want so they have these kids who like the dad said are just just arrogant they're filled with this power that they've been given but they don't actually have any any real ideology they were able to be bribed apparently pretty easily Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's just so sad. Um, what do you think this movie would have been like if it were live action? I, I've already mentioned some of the reasons why she didn't want it to be. But yeah, if we want to talk at all about how that would have changed this. I don't I th- think I could have seen it. <laughs> yeah, I think she's right. I think it was the right Agreed. choice. However, I, there is part of me that could... Not, I'm not going to say enjoy, but would would watch a live action telling of this movie for for you know for all the things you know things are very different between two, 2007 and 2021. Truth. I th- I think a live action telling of that movie could work now. Yeah, but, certainly better than it would have then. Yes, but I think overall, in on balance, I do think that animation was the right choice, especially in that time and even now. Yeah, I think just I think she's right that it helps white people in particular would be the ones that you're trying to convince. It helps them not put it as at as much of a distance because these people aren't visibly brown for most of the movie. Like just having that having. Yeah, I don't know that they don't look all that different. From the people in in Austria and stuff that she that she deals with, yeah, I don't know. An- animation as guard against otherism. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I I I think I too, especially having seen this, would watch a live action adaptation. But I think she was right that especially at the time, and maybe even now, that was it was a better decision to keep it animated. Yeah, I think even. Now, though, it could easily be something that's seen more as, like, that's so sad for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I still think we, you run that issue. Yeah. Uh, that even, was, even, that, in, that... even in black and white and, like, animation, people people will still do that to some degree, you know, because they'll see Tehran and, and they'll see the guys with with beards that, like, look like what they consider people over there to look like and and they'll otherize it but i think the animation helps cut down for on sure, that for sure yeah that was what what landed me on the side of animation was not that it eliminated it but that it helped 
and that yeah. and that problem would still exist today. So yeah, definitely, definitely think it's better as as a, a piece of animation. And I think one of the things that I really like about the film, where uh, that you know we keep talking about, where the emotional moments can be more interpreted. You really, it would be harder to do that in live action without it being hokey, and and so if you're, if it's more of a this is what happened as is, you'd you'd have to do that a different way. So I think you could get the comedy of Marcus, the feeling in love, getting you know betrayed, and then going through and and seeing the moments quote unquote as they really are, or kind of the extended moment where he's like the the snowball fight is like oh we're so fun and then after you know getting hit with the snowball being like what the heck uh and that you know actually being my eye yeah Yeah. being mad about it i i think you could do that i i can kind of visualize the comedy there yeah but some of the those more horrific moments like with the um Nilufar seeing seeing that happen or knowing that that happened and then seeing Margie's reaction to it uh was so impactful where her where she turned into kind of like the scream that that transition and 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 showing of her emotions in animation was you know impactful and did what it needed to do without hitting you too hard that if you had to see that in live action or even like a cutaway from that Ugh, like that would have been very, I think, much harder. It'd be, be even more harrowing, yeah. certainly. No, yeah. yeah, the a live action adaptation would would feel, I think, more more deeply ingrained in the horror of these yeah. situations, and and that that might be to a, a positive. Feels like the wrong word, but you know, just it, it would be more. It would be more effective in that way, but also as we're like we're talking about it it you start to get too much into that you start to get numb and you start being yeah. less able to to uh, really take it in yeah i th- i think it's easier to balance the lightness and the darkness with animation um yeah yeah even her struggle with god um that powerful scene after her uncle was killed and god is trying to comfort her and she screams and tells him to go away and then curls up on her bed with the swans. Sorry. I don't think you could, how, how are you going to show her struggle with God? It, it, it's so with animation again, it, and then even when she, you know, almost committed suicide uh, and then, you know, God tells her to go back. I mean, all of that was so powerful and I don't see any other way you could do that if it was live action. I could see some ways, but I don't know that it would be as impactful. Again, because yeah, of yeah. the levity that's injected with it, of this, yeah, of this big dude sitting on a cloud. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, like you could. There, there are uh, f- uh, film filmographic tricks you can pull with like lighting and, and focus and stuff like that. Like, you know, like a, a giant overhead spotlight and, and a voice. You might not actually have a, a visible god character in a live action one, but you might hear a voice or something. You know, there yeah. there are ways they could do it, but yeah, it would not be as effective. Let's go on to sound design. Um, I don't have a lot of notes here, just two. Um, I liked the chill opening music during the opening credits. Um, Mm -hmm. And Mom was intimidated by the Screamo singer. 
<laughs> yeah, he was a lot. Mom, mom was like, oh, oh. That, he, he would be happy to hear that, Jan. That was exactly, that was exactly the response he was hoping for. Yeah. The visuals and the screaming combined yeah. was like, whoa. Yeah, definitely had me backing up from the screen. Um, the music in Anusha's story is very good. Yes. Um, and then, of course, her Eye of the Tiger singing, singing Eye of the Tiger. Yes, oh, that was great. great. Perfect. <laughs> Best musical number. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Her, 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 her bad singing was such a delicious part of it. Like, know, the fact that she wasn't good. I mean, obviously, it's in the language yeah. she, in quotes, didn't Right, speak, but even but, beyond mispronouncing, she just clearly, singing is not yeah. one of her talents, or at least she's purpose perhaps she's good at it and she's purposefully singing badly but right. like she's not in tune like yeah. she's yeah it's so great. makes me go back to is it dance dance revolution what what is it the thing grot no you know where you dance and you sing eye of the tiger and oh, like, like rock band or rock band Hero. yeah sorry rock yeah, band yeah. i was going down in rock band and then just flashbacks of how bad i really was singing that <laughs> song too <laughs> for for that but yeah no just that just again her her singing it is what just it's beautiful oh, yeah, man, the badness just, was like a cherry on top it was great yeah yeah perfect anything else with sound design let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after how's it hold up let's talk about the controversy there i have a lot of notes about the controversies before its debut at the 2007 Cannes Film Festival, the uh, government-connected Iran Farabi Foundation sent a letter to the French embassy in Tehran reading, This year, the Cannes Film Festival, in an unconventional and unsuitable act, has chosen a movie about Iran that has presented an unrealistic face of the achievements and results of the glorious uh, Islamic Revolution in some of its parts. Despite such objections, the Iranian cultural authorities relented in February 2008 and allowed limited screenings of the film in Tehran, albeit with six scenes censored due to sexual content. In June 2007, in Thailand, the film was dropped from the lineup of the Bangkok International Film Festival. The festival director said, I was invited by the Iranian embassy to discuss the matter, and we both came to mutual agreement that it would be beneficial to both countries if the film was not shown. And it is a good move, movie in artistic terms, but we have to consider other issues that might arise here. It was also initially banned in Lebanon after some critics found it offensive to Iran and Islam. The ban was later revoked after an outcry in Lebanese intellectual and political circles. On October 7th, 2011, the film was shown on the Tunisian private television station Nesma. A day later, a demonstration formed and marched on the station. The main Islamic party in Tunisia, in Inada, condemned the demonstration. Nabil Karoui, the uh, owner of Nesma TV, faced trial in Tunis on charges of violating sacred values and disturbing the public order. He was found guilty and ordered to pay a fine of 2,400 dinars, which is about a, a thousand thousand seven hundred dollars us and a much more lenient punishment than predicted and then not to be excluded in the united states a group of parents from the north shore school district washington objected to adult content in the film and graphic novel and lobbied to discontinue it as part of the curriculum the curriculum materials adoption committee felt that other educational goals such as that children should not be sheltered from what the board and staff called disturbing themes and content outweighed the crudeness and parental prerogative nice okay. 
<laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of people have tried to make this not be available to people to to watch. Um, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yep. Definitely shows how, how stable and, and, and good a government you are when you need to be like, mm, can't let people watch that. They might have feelings about things. Right. And then when you do let them watch it, you're like, mm, but these sexual scenes, gotta remove those. You know how super sexual this movie is? Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as actual, um, how's it hold up? Material. Uh, my main note is hello racism from grandma who has some racist things to, who has a racist thing to say about Japan. Um, that was, it, it's not like I necessarily feel like the movie itself is enduring, endorsing her views other than yeah. she is one of the most sympathetic characters. I think it's more a comment that's like, Oh look, even she is a little like flawed. She, she is a person. Um, but it's not necessarily like a comment that goes, um, contested in any way. Um, something that, something that she, they watch, they watch Godzilla in the theater and she says something about the Japanese, Japanese are good at like rubber suit monsters. And do you remember the second thing? It's either, it's either gutting themselves, which I'm sure is a reference to. Oh, no, that was it. That was it. Gutting themselves and making rubber monsters. Um, which, yeah, that is that's a wonderful racist stereotype. So yeah, that was uh, yikes, Grandma. Yeah, I, I I definitely don't think it was an endorsement of that. I, it, no, it, it felt to me like that was just all the exposure that Grandma had to Japan was these movies yeah. that, that that made it to the well, not even the that West. that and stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, I do have to complain just about how Godzilla is depicted in everything. Um, there's always like a scene of some Asian person like yelling and running, and then they'll then they're like, "Ah, oh, no!" And they uh, stop and they point, and then they get stepped on. And I've watched literally every Godzilla movie, and the only one I definitely remember something like that happening in is the 1998 American Godzilla movie, the Matthew Broderick classic. Yes, and I don't hate that movie. It's not a good Godzilla movie, but it's a fun movie in some ways. Bit long, um, but like, and maybe it's possible because I haven't actually watched the American cut of the original Godzilla movie, and maybe they do have a shot like that in there. I don't know. Um, I feel like most of the extra footage that they added to that movie though was just of a white dude, so I, I don't know. But it just really annoys me. That this is a thing that's in everything that ever references Godzilla in the West, because it's Danica. not a thing that actually happens in Godzilla movies. And now my rant Danica, is done on that. Save it, save it for <laughs> your monster movie podcast. I, I, yeah, I do. I need to. Do you want to be on a monster movie podcast with me, Ryan? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to watch a lot of monster movies. Is the thing. I can get behind that. Okay. Well. <laughs> can't be we'll, weekly we'll talk, though Sorry. we'll talk later no it couldn't be monthly maybe we'll talk about it i'll get back with you well and the house that hold up i mean obviously all of the slurs and everything against women were horrendous to to you know, sure to but with, that's but like part of it exactly yeah. and and you know all i could think of and i don't know you may have to edit this out i don't know i don't want to get too okay. political but you know this the way I think the only thing that that um, 
Valerie alluding to the fact that, you know, and, and one of the points that she's making is that this could happen anywhere. Um, well, that's where our country was headed. And, you was? know, and well, Interesting. It still is. <laughs> well, still is. But yeah, I mean, slowed, I guess, a little bit now. Because that's sure really, the of only you, but okay. thing, well, I mean, and the only thing that keeps, okay, anyone or a bunch of, of people talking to, to all women because they certainly think they can say those same kind of things to any woman of color. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what, uh, that's what our country seems to have a lot of people that. Republicans suck. And I have no problem alienating them from listening to this podcast that like 12 people listen to. So (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm with you, Jan. Uh, there's this perspective, I think amongst a lot of Americans, that America is, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about generalized American exceptionalism. I'm talking about sure. Uh, there's a, a perspective amongst Americans that that America is somehow immune to all of the the turmoil that every other nation in the history of the world goes through, has gone yeah. through. That that we're so special that we 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 don't have to worry about things going wrong because we're so awesome and good when that's the exact opposite lesson to take from it. You know, the, the, our, the positives, you know, such as they are that have emerged from America are, are, are what they are because of the work that people put into, to making them. So, and you have to, you have to be engaged to keep it how you feel it should be. Yeah, yeah. And, and the the scene with the mom and and she coming out of the grocery store and that man saying that to her a very similar thing was said to someone that I know that was uh, a Latina, um, <sighs> by a white man, saying the walls coming down and blah blah you know, I mean it's just God it's just horrible. Yeah. yeah, it's it's showing that what your your country's leader says and does affects everybody like this isn't just one person and it's and and what they say is is harmless it's just their opinion it's like no that's giving other people the confidence to 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 spew the very same thing or things that are very similar and again like that's one of the reasons i think this is a really important film and really something to read to show yeah that effect. Yeah. And doing yeah. research for my students uh, in 2020 article I'm reading a two and seven year old um, Asian children were stabbed in a Texas uh, Sam's club because the guy told police, well, I thought they were Chinese and spreading the disease. I mean, yeah, it's just like, cool. are you Welcome to me? federal hate yeah. crimes. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's just, uh. so yeah, the real character, I mean, and, and that's, I think what this is unveiling is the true character of someone comes out. I mean, and so that's really sad to think there's that many people. That's their true character that, yeah. And given the opportunity, they are going to be that horrific to other human beings. I'm just thinking it's interesting. And, and I kind of want to talk about this. I don't know where, but that's, you know, relating to, I think something the grandma says of like stupid, Pity is what's allowing them to be evil and that's part yeah. of her speech to mm-hmm. margie is like to be tr- true to yourself like that's the thing that will 
help you. Uh, yeah, there are yeah. people who are there are people who will hurt you, and know that when they do, it's because they're stupid or ignorant, and that you don't don't grant them your anger because it's not worth it to betray who you are to respond to them. I think that was the gist of what she was saying. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Are we ready to go on to our spoiler alert? Let's do it. Spoiler alert. Skip to. One hour, five minutes, and 28 seconds. Um, I don't... Uh, as as tends to happen when I get very invested in a movie, uh, as it goes on, I tend to have less and less notes. So I really only have one note here, which is that we all teared up when she saw she never saw her grandmother again. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part was rough. Um, but as far as what we kept to spoilers, it's basically that she met someone um, back in uh, Tehran. Uh, they end up getting married because it, the, it's hard to not be married and be in public together as a man and a woman. Yeah, they just were holding hands yeah. in a car and almost... Yeah, so they, they, think the they get married. I don't even think the Revolutionary Guards saw that they were holding hands. Yeah. They just saw they were in a car together. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they get married, uh, but within like a year, she's like, her feelings for him are gone or whatever. So she's considering divorcing him and stuff, talks to some people about that. Um, and then uh, she does, she ends up going to a party and uh, it gets raided by uh, by some, some government people. And the, the girls just stay in the apartment, but the guys who are at their party run and end up getting chased across the rooftops. And one of them like tries to jump from one rooftop to the other, but does not make it. And then after that, it cuts to her in her home and she tells uh, her husband that that person died and that she's leaving him. Um, And then not too long after that, she ends up leaving um, to go to France. Yeah, I love I loved grandma's line that got her to that place where she could actually leave him about about how in these situations where it seems impossible, you can't do this thing. It's because you're mad at yourself for for what you perceive as a mistake and and that it's it's done it's done now you know what you need to do and you're just mad at yourself for having gotten yourself in this situation in the first place but just do it so true <laughs> that's so, such a relatable thing yeah. yeah the first marriage is practice for the second one <laughs> <laughs> uh, other other thoughts for spoilers yeah I, this movie it's, the ending of this movie surprised me. So the the movie is framed uh, of a kind of a sandwich of of moments from a, a a present in quotes where she's sitting in an airport in France, and, and it's in uh, color. Yeah, and it's in color. All the ones in at the uh, airport in the present are in color, and she's try she she heads to the airport and she tries to go. She she goes to a ticket counter and and, and it looks like she's trying to go back to to, to Tehran. Uh, and we find out later that her mom forbade her to come back because this this country as it is now just isn't for her. It won't work for her. And she struggles with that. And uh, and then the, the, the rest of the movie is in black and whites, uh, sandwiched in between these moments of her in the airport where she's narrating some parts of it uh, as a way to guide you through it. And uh, the movie surprised me in the way that it ended because she just 
gets in this, uh, she gets in a taxi and heads back away from the airport and it just kind of ends. She like, she, yeah. le- she got divorced, left her on and, and she went to France and she, we basically all we know is that she struggled with not coming back, but she didn't. And at least in this moment. Yeah. And that's the end. And there's also a moment where the uh, cab driver asks her where she's from and she says Iran, which is part of uh, a thing that we've seen for her character during flashbacks and stuff. She had previously been asked that and and said that she's uh, from France um, and denying where she's from because of the way people treat her when she says that. Um, So there's a little bit of that, too, as one of her final character moments. That's true. Yep. Anything else from the peanut gallery? I don't think so. That's fine. I like peanuts. I don't. Now we're done with spoilers. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene in the movie? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. That that man well, screaming at her mom outside the supermarket. Yeah, that was rough. It was just so yeah. sudden. After after what was a relatively uh, positive set of scenes, you know, her dad was excited about the revolution, uh, about the possibility it entailed, and then stuff just starts going downhill, and all of a sudden, this just ah, you're yeah. trash. I can throw you away. Yeah, and just so telling of what ends up happening. L- least yeah. least favorite because of of how stark it was, not because it wasn't effective. sure. Oh yeah, not like cut it out of the movie, just personally enjoyed it the least because it's rough i might have to agree with that unless one of you thinks of another one that i gravitate Uh, to i was i was gonna say one but sorry this is sorry this is random but i wonder when it changed because one thing that surprised me i kept expecting to see is women not being able to drive because i had a student when i taught at a university and that was one of her papers about wanting, you know, to change the government to allow people, women to drive. So I don't know when that came into effect. Know. But anyway, sorry, my least favorite scene, and I won't get real specific because I think it's after spoilers, uh, but it's when she gets sick uh, before, maybe it's not in spoilers, when she when she got, when she did go back to her parents. So I guess that wasn't in spoilers. But when she, I think she was, it looked like she was raped when she was hiding in the, that oh, that was really when she was scene. still in... I know, in the school, and then she ended up getting... Uh, when she was homeless for a while? Yeah, homeless for a while, yeah. And then, yeah, um, being on the bench and coughing and coughing up blood. I'm trying to look it up. I think you might be thinking of... Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are a number of, of nations that, that, that restrict their ability to drive, but I think in particular you might be thinking of uh, Saudi Arabia doesn't allow them to drive. Oh, okay, Iran, okay. Iran may yet still allow women to drive, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah. For me, I'm trying to think of, like, structurally, was there any scene that didn't work? Uh, And I can't really think of one. Even, like, Ryan's, uh, Danica's least favorite, it was, like, important to show... Definitely. Like, how, how these how this can come out of anywhere like any mundane day somebody can say this to you because they feel entitled to yeah and and all of the times where you know you're asked they were told to fix their scarves of just like a exerting control over the littlest thing uh yep yeah like that was 
like it's showing that. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I think when you can't think of a scene that definitely like was just a weak, not necessary or good scene in a movie, then yeah. What I just next go to like Ryan did is just, what did I like? enjoy seeing the least even if it was an important part of the movie and so that's, yeah, and that's why was, i'm on that scene yeah mine was an important part of the movie i know yeah. it just was so hard to see that's why i'm saying it was my least favorite scene yeah yeah i would have thought yours would have been the godzilla one danica <sighs> you know what maybe it is <laughs> maybe it maybe it is because of my own personal because for you, because for you in particular it, it makes it yeah, it makes it work less for you. Yeah, that's true. It's like you clearly love Godzilla because you're having this scene at all, and yet, and yet you're misrepresenting it in the way everyone does. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to choose. I, I yeah, I guess I don't want to go with Ryan because it felt kind of important in that way fair so something that doesn't godzilla scene <sighs> come with me down this path <laughs> let me lead you down this path i mean i i guess then yes sure i can't think of anything else two for godzilla scene uh who what was your favorite scene in the movie I think I'm torn between her scene with her uncle when he he gives the story in the background just um or, or some of the, the moments with her uncle. But I think I'm going to go with just because of enjoyment and I needed that levity is the eye of the tiger. That just, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I think I'm leaning towards that as well. It's I think just, it's got to be eye of the tiger, yeah. It's just yeah. so much relief. Yeah, you really needed it at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to break the streak. Do uh, it. I, the one with the grandma where when it before... Uh, Margie leaves the first time. Yeah, we're there, snuggling in with bed. With uh, Jasmine. It's a very good one. And her, her little speech about stupid people. Yeah. Yes. And then snuggled in the bed. There. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely that's a, a good, very good that's scene. That's a good choice. Um, this isn't like my top two or three scenes, but also I do enjoy the scene where she's conspiring to nail that kid in the face with the other kids i just i enjoy her expressions and the and like the smoothness of the animation as she's like let's do this and they're like oh and like i don't know the animation and just that scene comedically i enjoy it's good yeah so i just needed to call that out who is your least favorite character in the movie and Mm. like character rather than like I know, dude, who, like, dude who is awful to her in a parking lot like character I think I'm going to say because he was a cheating uh, uh, poop face uh, Marcus <laughs> sure yeah. sure um, oh he's named but I can't remember the, his name the uh, nihilist guy yeah the mohawk or nihilist the... guy oh yeah mm. <laughs> I just oh, hate gosh. that perspective of just <laughs> Yeah, it's really uh, mm-hmm. like I have downtimes sometimes, but I'm, I'm never quite there. Like humanity is a void. <laughs> it's like holidays are just like capitalist, whatever, like Western, whatever. Yeah, all all of that, just in that whole package. Yeah. Um, that guy. Yeah, that guy or Marcus. I'll say that. 
I think it's, I think mine's going to be the guy that she meets when she's back in Tehran. Mm. I think his name was Ezra. Ezra. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like him. He sucks. Who is your favorite character? The grandma. Yep. Yeah, I, I think the grandma. I think so. She's just so, yeah, she's so fun. Margie is great. Besides that one racist moment, real good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of very good characters here. Margie, obviously, very, very, very high up. Very high. Her, her mom, Taji, and her father, Ebby, are both really cool characters. I really like them too. Yeah, I really like. I was the strength. Her mom, definitely foresight for sure. But when it comes down to it, yeah, grandma. Uh, and one thing the. I wanted to bring up uh, a scene that I had that we hadn't uh, talked about yet was when uh, Margie, when prepping for a date, and when she was waiting for Ezra, the not I don't I don't know if they're called police or the government guys, like you know, generally being around and hassling people. So she says that she was spoken to like that she was harassed. Yes, yeah. harassed by a guy who was who was. Who He's ogled her, but showed he looking at her, yeah. but was reading a paper and, and never said anything to her. And she, you know, thought it was funny. So her grandma had to, or had talked to her of like, how is that funny? Like, yeah, kind of dress her down of like how you know dangerous that could be. And and you're not, you're what was it? Your grandfather was yeah. it died like your grandmother. Your grandfather fought and died to protect innocent people. And and you think that's funny to just leave this man to yeah. be mistreated by these these people? Yeah, yeah. This movie wasn't a musical, but just one more shout out to Eye of the Tiger. Um, yeah. If Tim Curry were in this movie, um, who would he play? There is an English dub. I don't believe he's in it. So no, in an he's English not. dub, Sean, Sean Penn plays uh, her dad. That's the most notable. Okay, okay. So yeah, in an an English dub, who would he be? Uh, I mean, one of the people in Vienna, probably. You think so? One of the... at the school. I don't know if there's a teacher that spoke. We always talk about Tim being, uh, I don't know, vaguely menacing or or there being like a... I mean, in in Once Upon a Forest, we suggested his... uh, her dad... That's true. I I think he'd be good as Uncle Anoush. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he can Ooh. he can make a good turn yes. as Uncle Anoush. I think you're right. In a, in a slightly kinder role. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I think you're right. That's my vote because I was just not thinking that there was no male character. I mean, other than the dad, um, that was good enough for. I think him he could feasibly like do the dad, yeah. but I do especially I do particularly like him as Uncle Anoush. Yeah, I think so too. Let's go on to our overall consensus and how we would rate it. Uh, I think it's safe to say we all recommend it. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, like, a, it's not necessarily like a fun, happy family movie. But like, it, it is an important movie. It's an educational movie, but also an entertaining one. Um, I would say specifically, it is It is not a movie for young kids. Yeah, yeah no. I would say so. I'd say um, mid, mid, early mid-teens at the... At the yeah, earliest, really. tweens and teens. Yeah, twe- I don't know if tweens would get a lot out of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what would we what would we rate it? I think I'm gonna land on a four point two five. Nice. Uh, I I think I'm gonna go four point five. Yeah, like I said, I've said before, really important. Does a lot. 
you know, emotionally, the animation is so good about interpreting things and, and helping to convey emotion uh, and experiences. So yeah, 4.5. 4.25. Even though, like I said, I think this movie is important and I did really like it. I didn't, I didn't love it in, in by that. I mean, I didn't, it didn't fill me with, with joy and happy and and that kind of stuff. I didn't, I didn't love it in that way. And that is part of a rating. So yeah. yeah. So that, that's why I'm, I'm going with a 4.25, but well rated, but pulled back a little bit just because it it is tough. Yeah. It's not one that you'd necessarily want to watch again and again all the time yeah yeah and for the same reasons i i'm gonna mirror yours um brian 4.25 and for much of the same reasons i think it was uh, an incredible film but it's just so rough to get through and i it's not something i would want to see again and again yeah i'm gonna go 4.25 yeah i i'm a little bit back and forth but i think i'm gonna go 4.25 um just yeah it's very good it's very good i highly recommend it um anything again anything that i rate a four or above is like something that i feel like you owe it to yourself to watch um so if you haven't seen it definitely check it out i have no idea uh, how good or bad the english dub is but the the french original dub is is great um yeah it's very good highly recommend yep Next time, we will be watching a movie that is multiple shorts strung together again. You know how we've done that before? (laughs) Historically, those are great. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes. And this one's by Disney and involves a bear. There you go. That really should be all that you need. Well, guys, I... uh, I, I've been enjoying my tenure here, but I think so I'm going to take a sabbatical yeah. on, That's on a valid. couple of these. And, uh, and I, I'll be back. I'll be back. Ryan, thank you so much for being with us. I have so enjoyed you being here. And yes. you have just enhanced, to me, you've just enhanced it so much. You're wonderful. Elevated oh, you our guys. conversation. <laughs> yes. It's like we like you or something. Yeah. I'm always happy to be here. Yay. Well, we'll, ha- we'll have you back at some point much sooner than the gap between your last the last uh, one you were on before these this string of ones yep. um and thank you listeners for yep. listening thank you and until next time bye, bye. Love y'all bye bye this has been how's it hold up with danica juarez and jan james you can find our podcast on twitter at how's it hold up pod that's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.
Oh God! Oh my God, guys! It's okay. It's okay. I'll just Here's cut out the this like cut the ums and the like. <laughs> You're like you had a breakdown, made. made. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put this in the Easter eggs. Oh no! <laughs> oh, now I now I might have to. Is the thing. Yeah, now you have to. And then you just have to cut wrong. that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how the episode no has to context. end. But now that's how the episode has to end. Anyway. 